0: The mystical city of God, the Incarnation. Book 3, Chapter 8. The Venerable Sister Mary of Jesus of Argreda, describes how our great Queen, in the presence of the Lord, pleaded for the hastening of the Incarnation and of the redemption of man. And how in response His Majesty yields to her prayer.
1: 87. The Heavenly Princess Most Holy Mary, had now attained such fullness of grace and beauty, and the heart of God was so wounded by her tender affections and desires, Canticles 4 9, that he was so to say irresistibly drawn to begin his flight from the bosom of the Eternal Father, to the bridal chamber of her virginal womb and end the long delay of more than five thousand years. Nevertheless, since this new wonder was to be executed in the plenitude of his wisdom and equity, the Lord arranged this event in such a way, that the princess of the heavens herself being the worthy mother of the incarnate word, should at the same time be also the most powerful mediatrix of his coming and the redeemer of his people much more than Esther was of Israel, Esther chapters 7 and 8. In the heart of most holy Mary burned the flame, which God himself had enkindled, and without intermission she prayed for the salvation of the human race. However, as yet the most humble lady restrained herself in modesty, knowing that on account of the sin of Adam, the sentence of death and of eternal privation from the vision of God had been promulgated, Genesis 3 19. 88. A heavenly strife thus arose in the most pure heart of Mary between her love and her humility, and lost in these sentiments, she repeated many times,
2: "Oh, who shall be able to secure the salvation of my brethren? O oh, who shall be able to draw from the bosom of the Eternal Father his only begotten and make him a partaker of our mortality? O oh, who shall oblige him to give to our human nature the kiss of his mouth, for which the bride asks him? Canticles 11. But how can we, the children and descendants of the malefactor who committed the crime, ask for this favour? How can we draw him toward us, whom our fathers repelled? O my love, if I could but see you at the breasts of your mother, the human nature. Canticles 8-1. O light of lights, God of the true God, would that you descend, bending down your heavens, Psalm 143-5, and shedding your light upon those that live sitting in darkness. Isaiah 9-2. Would that you pacify your Father, and by your right hand, that is, by his only begotten, hurl the prouder man your enemy the devil from his height who shall be the mediatrix who shall draw from the celestial altar as with tongs of gold isaiah 6 6 that ember of the divinity for the purification of the world as once did the seraphim according to the word of the prophet isaiah
1: 89 this prayer most holy mary repeated during the eighth day of her preparation and at midnight being wrapped and entranced in the Lord, she heard His Majesty responding to her.
0: My spouse and my dove, come my chosen one, for the common law does not apply to you, Esther chapter 1513. You are exempt from sin and you are free from its effects since the moment of your conception. When I gave being to you, I turned away from you the sceptre of my justice and laid upon your neck that of my great clemency in order that the general edict of sin might not touch you. Come to me, and be not dismayed in the consciousness of your human nature. I am he, that raises the humble, and fills with riches those that are poor. You have me for your friend and my liberal mercies shall be at your disposal.
1: 90. These words our queen heard intellectually and as in the preceding night, she presently felt herself raised by the holy angels bodily to heaven, while in her place remained one of the angels of her guard. Again she ascended to the presence of the Most High, so enriched by the treasures of his graces and gifts, so fortunate and beautiful, that she singularly excited the wonder of the supernal spirits. They broke out in praise of the Almighty, saying,
0: Who is this, that ascends from the desert, overflowing with delights? Canticles 8-5 Who is she that so attracts and compels her beloved as to bear him with her to the earthly habitation? Who is she that rises as the dawn, more beautiful than the moon, chosen as the sun? Canticles 6-9 How with such brilliant light does she rise from the darkness of the earth? How is she so courageous and strong, being clothed in such fragile nature? How does she in her strength overcome the Almighty? And how comes it that the heavens, which are closed against the children of Adam, are thus thrown open to this singular woman sprung from the same race?
1: 91. The Most High received His Holy and Chosen Bride Most Holy Mary into His presence. Although this happened not in an intuitive but in an abstractive vision of the divinity, it was accompanied with incomparable favors of light and purification proceeding from the Lord himself, such as were specially reserved for this day. For they were so divine that in our way of speaking, God himself who wrought them, was astonished and was charmed with the work of his hand. As if entranced with love, he spoke to her and said,
0: Return return O Solemnitis, that we may behold thee, Canticles 6.13. My spouse, my most perfect and beloved dove, pleasing in my sight, turn and advance toward us, that we may behold thee and be charmed by thy beauty. I do not regret to have created man and I delight in his formation, since thou hast been born of him. Let my celestial spirits see how justly I have desired and do desire to choose thee as my spouse and the queen of all the creatures. Let them see what good reason I have to rejoice in this my bridal chamber, from whence my only begotten, next to that of my own bosom, shall derive the greatest glory. Let all understand that if I justly repudiated Eve, the first queen of the earth, on account of her disobedience, I now place you and establish you in the highest dignity, showing my magnificence and power in dealing with thy purest humility and self-abasement.
1: 92. This day was for the angels a day of jubilation and rejoicing greater than any since their creation. And when the most blessed Trinity thus chose and appointed his spouse and mother of the word for the Queen and Lady of the Creatures, the holy angels and all the celestial court of spirits acknowledged and received her as their mistress and superior, and they sung sweet hymns of glory in her honor and in praise of her author. During these hidden and admirable mysteries, the heavenly Queen Mary was absorbed in the abyss of the divinity and in the light of his infinite perfections, and thereby the Lord prevented her from attending to all that happened. Thus the sacrament of her mothership of the only begotten is still remained hidden to her until the proper time. Never did the Lord deal in such a manner with any nation, Psalm one hundred forty-seven twenty. 20, nor did he ever show himself so great and powerful in any creature, as on this day in most holy Mary. 93. The Most High added yet other favors, saying to her with extreme condescension,
0: My chosen spouse, since thou hast found grace in my eyes, ask of me without restraint what thou desires, and I assure thee, as the most faithful God and powerful king, that I shall not reject your petitions nor deny you what you ask.
1: Our great princess humiliated herself profoundly, and relying on the promise and royal word of the Lord, and inspired with highest confidence, she answered, saying,
2: My Lord and highest God, if I have found grace in thy eyes, Genesis 18:3 and 27, although I am dust and ashes, I will speak in thy divine presence and pour out to you my heart, Psalm 61:9.
1: Again his majesty assured her and commanded her to ask in the presence of all the heavenly court, for whatever she desired, even if it were a part of his kingdom. Esther 5 3. Most Holy Mary answered,
2: O Lord, I do not ask for a part of your kingdom in my own behalf, but I ask for the whole of it for all the race of men, who are my brothers. I beseech you, highest and powerful King, that according to your immense kindness, you send us your only begotten our Redeemer, in order that he may satisfy for the sins of all the world, that your people may gain the freedom so much desired and that through the satisfaction thus rendered to your justice peace may be declared among men upon earth ezekiel 34:25 and that the portals of heaven closed by sin may be thrown open for its inhabitants let all flesh see your salvation isaiah 52:10 let peace and justice give each other that close embrace and the kiss which david asked for Psalm 84:11 Let us mortals possess a teacher, a guide and a savior. Isaiah 30:20 A chief who shall live and dwell with us. Baruch 3:38 Let the day of your promises dawn upon us, O my God. Let your words be fulfilled and let the Messiah, expected for so many ages, arrive. These are my anxious desires, and for this do I breathe forth my sighs since you show to
1: me the condescension of your infinite clemency. 94. The highest Lord, who wished to bind himself by her prayer, disposed and incited the petitions of his beloved spouse. Benignly he inclined toward her and answered her with singular clemency.
0: Pleasing to my will are your requests, and acceptable are your petitions. It shall be done as you ask. I desire my daughter and spouse, what you seek. And as a pledge of this, I give you my word and promise you, that very shortly my only begotten shall descend to the earth and shall vest himself and unite himself with the human nature. Thus your acceptable wishes shall be executed and fulfilled.
1: 95. With this assurance and divine promise, our great queen princess felt new enlightenment and security in her spirit, convincing her, that the end of that long protracted and prolix night of sin and of the ancient law was approaching, and that the brightness of human redemption was about to dawn. And because the rays of the sun of justice, whose dawn was soon to arise from her, so closely and so intensely enveloped her, she became herself the most beautiful aurora, inflamed and refulgent as it were with the fiery clouds of the divinity, which transformed all things within her. All afire with love and gratitude for the approaching redemption, she gave unceasing praise to the Lord both in her own name and in that of all the mortals. In this occupation she passed that day, after the angels had again restored her to the earth. I must grieve at my ignorance and shortcomings in explaining these so exalted mysteries, and if learned men and great students cannot give an adequate explanation of these things, how shall it be given by a poor and lowly woman? May my ignorance be supplemented by the light of Christian charity, and my presumption be atoned for by my obedience. The instruction which most holy Mary, the Queen, gave me. 96.
2: My dearest daughter, how far removed is worldly wisdom from the admirable operations of the divine power in these sacraments of the Incarnation of the Divine Word in my womb! Flesh and blood cannot reach them, and not the angels and seraphim, though they be of the highest, nor can they know mysteries so deeply hidden and so far above the ordinary course of grace. Praise the Lord for them my beloved with incessant love and thankfulness. No longer be slow in understanding the greatness of his divine love and his readiness to benefit his friends and dear ones, whom he desires to elevate from the dust and enrich in diverse manners. As soon as you have penetrated into this truth, it will oblige you to thank him and incite you to undertake the great things that become a most faithful daughter and spouse. 97. And in order that you may dispose yourself and be inspired so much the more, I remind you that the Lord often says these same words to his chosen ones. Return, return, that we may behold thee. For he derives just as great pleasure from their deeds, as when a father rejoices in his beloved and well-behaved son, whom he looks upon many times with great affection, or as an artist, when he beholds with pride the perfect works of his hands, or as a king, who inspects the rich city, which he has added to his dominions, or as one, who is pleased with his much-beloved friend. There is only this difference, the Most High finds incomparably more delight than all these in the souls, which he has chosen for his blessings, and in proportion as they dispose themselves and advance in virtue, the Lord also multiplies his favors and benefits. If the mortals that attain to the light of faith would enter into this truth, they would merely on account of this complacence of the Almighty in their good deeds, not only preserve themselves from sin, but they would zealously engage in great works until death and eagerly show their loving servitude to Him, who is so liberal in rewarding, and so generous in His favors. 98. When, on this eighth day which you have described, the Lord in heaven spoke to me these words, Return, return. Return, asking me to turn toward him and allow the celestial spirits to look upon me. I was made aware, that the pleasure, which his divine majesty derived in beholding me, by itself exceeded all the delight and complacency, which he ever derived from all the most saintly souls in the height of their sanctity. In his gracious condescension he was more pleased in me than in all the apostles, martyrs, confessors, virgins and all the rest of the saints. And this pleasure and complacency of the Most High overflowed and enriched my spirit with such an influx of grace and participation of the divinity, that you can neither understand nor explain it as long as you are in the mortal flesh." But I tell you of this hidden mystery, in order that you may bless its author, and that, while yet your exile from the fatherland continues, you dispose and exert yourself in my place and name to extend and reach out your hands to great things, Proverbs 31 19. Give to the Lord the satisfaction expected of you, and strive after it thus earning his blessings and soliciting them for yourself and your neighbor with perfect charity.